I'm sure they want me to preach for a short time so they can dance. Hallelujah. I can see that many people are eating, wanting to praise the Lord with dance. Hallelujah. Well, I have a short message for you. I hope it's short. It's short. Praise the Lord. You know, there are convincing proofs that Jesus Christ is really the Son of God. No matter how people have tried to cover the matter of resurrection, it is still the fact that He resurrected. Hallelujah. And I want anyone who believes, let it settle this day that indeed you have not come to believe something which is not true. You have not believed in vain. You have believed the living God who created the heavens and the earth. And I want your heart to settle. Even in death, it means nothing because he has life. Hallelujah. The children demonstrated that to us this morning. And I, I said, do I need to preach again? Because Reverend had already mentioned that. Not only through preaching. And they, they, they demonstrated it. I was quite surprised to see that people devoted time to cover the matter. They could not cover it. That is why I was born some few years back. I have still come to believe that there is no other who is true more than our Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so, brethren, I just want to take it. I want to start my short sermon from how people were working very hard to cover the matter. And then I will land on the fact that with him we can make it. And we have already made it. Amen. And so, Father, thank you for the word of God. Let it have a free course to us by the Spirit in your word. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit gives life. May the life in your word and the power of your resurrection... And the ability in this truth affect each one of us, bringing us closer to you and working out your miracles in Jesus' name. And everyone said, as I said, I will start my message today with how men tried to cover the truth, but resurrection, it's sure, it cannot be covered. Amen. In Matthew chapter 29, we will take verse 1 to 4, Matthew 29, verse 1 to 4, quickly, Matthew 28, 1 to 4, quickly, it's interesting, the Bible says, now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb, and behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning 
and his clothes and his clothing as white as snow. Verse four. The gods shook for fear of him and became like dead men. Somebody shout a big amen. Ah. If you know the story, the high priest and the rest of them had gone to Pilate and said that, you know, when he was alive, he said he would die and resurrect on the third day. We don't believe him. So we want you to, re, you, we want you to send guards, soldiers, to guard the tomb. So that his disciples don't come and steal him and say to us, he's alive. Eh. So Pilate discharged soldiers. They were there at the tomb. A big stone was rolled so that the, the feeble disciples will not be able to roll it away. These very men that were supposed to be strong men, standing there, an angel came down, rolled the stone away, and people supposed to be God became Dead men, praise the Lord. Ah. We read the scripture. The girls became like dead men. May I tell you, anybody who has believed in Jesus, who has given his heart to him, you don't know what you carry. People with guns, well-trained men have become like dead men. You know what it means? Spiritually, those who think they are able, they are dead men in the name of Jesus. They cannot. That's how the Bible describes them. I looked at the angel who came and got it rolled away. The, the glory of that angel, as we read, was already showing how wonderful the angel was looking. The Bible says, his countenance was like lightning and his clothes as white as snow. Anybody that identifies with Jesus, something has happened to you. Praise the Lord. The resurrection guarantees our faith. That's the title of my message. The resurrection guarantees our faith. It's enough. We don't care anything anymore. Whether people believe it or not, we don't care because he has risen. Hallelujah. The resurrection is enough. There have been many people in this life. Right from India to Saudi Arabia, to Asia, they became great men. All of them, they died but once. But my Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, He died and resurrected on the third day. Ooh. His resurrection is enough to let everyone 
believe that indeed there is no power in the heavens and on the earth that is above this man who died and resurrected. The gods, the best we know is the gods, the soldiers. They became like dead men. Dead. So frightened that they couldn't help the situation. I thought they were supposed to be guarding and to protecting for the disciples, they place him, they place him lie on the disciples that well, he will come and steal his body. You know something? There are things that we don't get ourselves involved. For our God is able to work it all by himself. Hallelujah. They became like dead men. Now, I want to talk a bit about these gods. Let's move in the same chapter. In the verse um, 11 to 15. I love it. And while they were going, behold, some of the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests and all, uh, to the chief priests all the things that had happened. When they had assembled with the elders and consulted together, they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers. Saying, tell them, his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. People are wonderful. Now, <laughs> and if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and make you secure. So they took the money and did bribery and corruption didn't start today. Praise the Lord. And did as they were instructed and the saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. It is also reported among Ghana. Hallelujah. I, I sat down and I taught. I taught. I said, I in fact, it is great to be born again. Somebody shout a big amen. It is so wonderful to be born again. We, we, we are watching and reading about people who were supposed to see to it that nothing happens. Number one, they became as dead men. Number two, they went and reported the truth and the people who were not there said, No! Don't say it like that. But commanding them not, commanding them not to say it like that, did it stop the fact that the man has resurrected? Somebody shout a big Amen! This is why I want to be crazy and crazy for Jesus Christ. No matter how people will try to cover the matter. No matter how people will try to work it out. It has already come out. Praise the Lord. You know, you can believe this morning and something can happen to you as a proof. I love it. And the, the Bible says, Now while they were going, behold, some of the cards came into the, uh, uh, came and reported to the chief priests all the things that had happened. What things? The fact that we were there. Came and assembled the high priest and said, Papa, 
You don't want to hear this. That man is the son of Goro. We were by the tomb. The earth was cracking. Angels descending. All of a sudden, one big angel came and just took the stone as if nobody... I mean, just took the stone and placed it aside. And this man came out. They said, is that so? He said, Gany, Gany. We saw it. We cannot lie to you. High priest, I think you must consider your sermon. Because this man is the son of God. And I can see the high priest, priest say, Nachi, Nachi, calm down. Don't talk like that. This man, are you sure his disciples didn't come? He said, it was in the middle of the, it was dawn. The disciples were sleeping. Nobody came, we were dead. As a matter of fact, we were like dead men. The high priest said, wait for me. The high priest went into the chamber and collected the church offering. And took it and said, hey, here, seal the matter. You know, may I announce to you and to the whole Ghana, whatever men do it in secret, it shall come to the open light. Because the word of God has sanctioned it. Nothing is hidden that will not come to pass. If people kill people, on this day as we stand in the name of Jesus, who resurrected, it is only a matter of time. The truth will come out. Oh, you are not shouting a big amen. Because this God who made the head, the heavens and in the earth has already declared by his word. Nothing is hidden that will never come to light. Because of Jesus. The proofs are there. We saw the children demonstrating it so beautifully. Some were so perplexed. Some were devastated. As for the story of Emmaus, I love it very much. The Bible says, you know, they, 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 they left the company of the brethren. Let's go and have a nap and come back the following morning. Rest a bit. You know, on the way, now they begin to talk, yeah, what could be the, you know, now these people have also, that they have also come to confuse us. What is all this? They said that when they went to the tomb, see, he was not there. And so what is all this? And then the man appears. Now, his appearance alone registered a burning fire. May you receive a burning fire in the name of Jesus. What are you talking about, gentlemen? Yeah. Why are you asking us this question? Um, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? So the things happening, how could it be covered from you? How? How? The Bible says, he began 
to expand the scriptures. But I love something, a statement that was said. In fact, I was wondering why they were not angry. It says, fools. You know, the fools that Jesus declared on them brought the fire. I want you to picture a scenario right now. You are so devastated. You are so worried about your Lord and your greatest asset is finished. And then somebody comes around you and then all of a sudden he's trying to say, why are you so morose and so downcast? And then he said, what are you talking about? Are you trying to tell me that you don't know what is happening? And then he tells you you are a fool. I want you to begin to think, what do you think will happen? You are a fool. Immediately you say, hey, what did you say? Please, please, if you are coming to insult me. But you know, they did not react. Because even though he said, fools, something went through their spirits. They couldn't even register. What does that mean? When the resurrection power encounters you, you will not be upset about anything. Ordinary things, no matter what anybody says to you, your flesh is dead to that. You live the life of Christ. You glorify Him. In fact, you will even say, did He say fool? Oh, He doesn't know what He's talking about. Let's pray for Him. May you receive that resurrection power that, you know, we heard during the week, I love what Reverend Adijan said when he said that. When, 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 when Judas was coming to betray him, he saluted him in a nice way. Friend, the resurrection power was already working. A man that is coming to betray you, you meet him with such a smile and say, friend, and now Jesus tells them fools and they don't feel offended. I tell you something, when the power of God lives in you, you don't get offended so easily. You know, we, 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 have, we are playing with our flesh. May your flesh die today. As you hear this. So that things don't stir you up. Husband doesn't quarrel with a wife. Wife doesn't quarrel with a husband. Children don't disobey parents. Even if they slap you, we say, praise the Lord. May we grow up today. As we hear this truth. I have come to find out that when the resurrection power is working in you. It takes care of things that are abnormal to men. It calms you. And you are very happy. They now go. Jesus tries to say, okay, I'm going back. They say, how can you go back? You have started something, you must finish it. You can't go back. Let's go home and eat. I pray that what the Lord has started this morning must be accomplished in you. If you have ever been afraid of your faith, never be. Because the resurrection settles the matter. Praise the Lord. Many people are going to church. If you were to ask them, what is your reason of going to church? 
I can give you a lot of reasons. I need a husband. I need a wife. My work is not going on well. Is this why we go to church? We go to church for Jesus Christ. And that is why it is so many of us are getting so blinded that a pastor can get up and he can say, line up, I'm going to pray for you. And then he will give you a slap on your chin and say, A-H-I-V. Madness. As for you, and people are still in the queue. They will say, what is he talking about? But with Jesus Christ, you don't need that. Hallelujah! We thank God for Jesus. Listen, become a child of God with such an understanding of the resurrection so that you will not just give in to nonsense. Many people are looking for people to tell them things. The only truth I have for you is that the man is resurrected and with him you are secured. Your faith is guaranteed. We are not afraid. We are not afraid at all. Because we have him who died and resurrected on the third day. Come back to the main scripture please. So they took money. In fact, I want to emphasize that a bit and then I will come down to 1 Corinthians. When they had assembled, no, 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 they, they took money. Let me sum it up. I don't want to go step by step because I, they want to praise the Lord. So you, I'll just give them. The Bible says, so they took money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until today. Praise the Lord. They took money. Bribery and corruption. If you are a child of God, you are here today. May you never be part of the spirit of bribery and corruption. In the name of Jesus. No matter who. I was talking to a group of pastors. When I finished talking, they said, question time. And I said, okay, talk. Different things were said. And then one person said to me, now that the way you are bringing this matter, then it is very, very serious that many people go to church but they don't know him. But I tell, but, and I said to them, but don't you know that many people attend church and they don't know the Lord of the church? And then he said, but I have, Pastor, I have a question. There was a man at D.C., in my church, he was asked to come to the office and sign something that has not been done so they can issue the check. He refused. I said, praise the Lord. I was very quick with my, my mouth. I said, praise the Lord. He said, I haven't finished. And then I said, he said, now. Um, so he went home. But the following day, a call came from higher powers. And they said he has to sign. And because the call came from higher powers, he signed. So in this case, and I said, what answer do you want from me? 
In this case, what case? He was afraid of his job. May I tell you something? This thing happened in the days of Jesus Christ. They are still happening. But may I say to you, never allow yourself to be bought or corrupted because there is a resurrection power that will work in you in the name of Jesus. Don't give yourself to these type of things. Those of you working in the ministries, those of you working in other places that you are being asked to sign something, if you want a proof of Jesus Christ, refuse it and see if God will not take care of you. Hallelujah! Bribery and corruption started with, with Satan. And it has been working and working and working. But those of us who have received this truth, may we stay with it. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm so glad that we have people here who have stood for the truth. This mama here, mama was working for town and country planning, a very dynamic, wonderful woman who knew everything in Ghana, any land she knew. One day, she was asked to release a land that is not supposed to be released. She said, I will release. She was removed from her place. But has that changed it? She's still holding on to Jesus. She has life. Hallelujah! And today she's at peace. I don't know what would have happened to her if she had done that and sitting down in this church and begin to hear sermons, sermons, sermons. She will feel condemned. She will feel distracted because Satan will be very happy and continuously will be knocking. Yeah, you are sitting here. You remember in your days. But Mama, God bless your name. Your name is recorded in heaven. You stood for Jesus and he will stand for you. Hallelujah! Would you also do that? You are fresh in it. You are fresh in it. She could have done that. She could have built houses. I know a bit of a story. But she said, if you want to remove... In fact, somebody even came and said, you know, if you don't do this, they, they are deciding to remove you. Mama said, eh, let them remove me. I am willing to go. Child of God, with the resurrection power, stand for Jesus Christ. Today she's serving with gladness. With gladness. Somebody came to her office. She didn't know they left an envelope there. She never knew it. Until the day she was packing off. And then they saw an envelope with money, and that money has expired. That was the one they changed. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> Put your hands together for the Lord. <sighs> it's so beautiful. I mean, can't we live for Jesus? I'm sure Mama is saying, well, so how did you get all of this? Because it's in heaven, it's made available. Praise the name of the Lord. A child of God, they bought them with money. But the money has not stopped the matter. That is why today you and I have also come to believe the message could not be covered. And it will never be covered. And it will never be covered until the day when we all shall be arranged before the judgment seat of the same man.
who will give an account. A child of God, you are sitting here today. I want to plead with you. Those of us who are weak, may you receive strength. By this resurrection power in the name of Jesus. That on your jobs, when you are being told to fiddle or, 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 or play with figures, you say to them, I will not do it. And let somebody come and say, they are writing your letter to change your seat. He said, so be it. It shall be received with gladness. Because this Jesus, the same man, will stand on that day. And you will be surprised. When your words shall be revealed to you. And everything that you have done with your members shall be shown to you. That indeed, he recorded everything. Let me quickly share in five minutes a few things from 1 Corinthians. I heard Reverend talk about it. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 and 2. And then we will go 12 to 19 and then 58. Now the Bible says in 1 and 2, this is the most important thing for you now. 1 and 2, the Bible says that, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you receive, in which you stand. I hope somebody has received and he's still standing. Amen. We declare this to you. The Bible says, by which also you are saved. If you, if you, Hold fast the word which I preached to you unless you believed in vain. What does that mean? It means that this truth that we are projecting to you is the only truth. It's not a propaganda. It is the only truth from God. If you will hold on to this truth and don't be moved, and get yourself corrected by the truth that you are hearing, you will be saved a long last. Amen. And let's quickly go to this place, which is so interesting to me, verse uh, 12 to 19. Verse 12 to 19, the Bible says that now, if Christ has preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If anybody is ever thinking that, you know, when I die, then it is finished, let that person be told in his face. When you die, it's not finished. Because Christ Jesus resurrected. And no matter what anybody says, because he is the first fruit of the son of uh, the first fruit of the family of God, May I say to you that all those who believe in him as well would also resurrect. Amen. And, and, but if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not raising. If indeed there would not be any resurrection of the dead concerning us, then we are saying that it didn't happen. But it has already happened. Hallelujah. That's what the writer was saying. And so the Bible says that, and if Christ is not raising, then our preaching is empty, and your faith is empty. But this is not, never true. It is not true. We have seen vivid miracles wrought by the Lord. Amen. That's why we are so emphatic. That's why we are so excited and we preach about it. 
And the Bible says, and if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty. It can never be empty. We have seen even in this church, we've seen miracles wrought here. How can it be empty? God confirming his word with signs and wonders. Proving that indeed, Christ is risen. The next verse, the Bible says, yes. And we have found the false witnesses of God. Because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ. Whom he did not raise up. If, in fact, the dead do not raise. It is not a matter that we can even argue about. It is so straightforward. We have a proof from the unbelievers because they were at the tomb. And yet they became dead men for fear. We have a proof of the woman who met Jesus and said, don't touch me. We have a proof of the disciples who, who when they heard the message that he was raised, the Bible said, that one of them said, and I love him very much, there's nothing wrong, they said, I don't believe until I see him. As soon as he landed in, his, in, in the Amis, he said, ah, brother, I'm here. Now you have seen me. Come, you see the hole, they are still there. You see the hand pierced, they are still. My feet. The Lord, the brother said, Lord, I believe. And then he declared it. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet believe. Blessed are you who haven't seen, and yet believe. The power of God is in your faith, accepting that indeed he died quickly. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. Verse 17. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. But thank God we are not in our sins. Somebody shout, we are not in our sins. In fact, personalize it, I'm not in my sins. He took care of it. Hallelujah. Then also, those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. Listen to this. The day Jesus resurrected, when you read Matthew's account, it's so beautiful. The day Jesus resurrected, tombs that have been there for many years, who believed, they also got up. Amazing. They went to their family houses and they greeted. And they came back. And when Jesus was caught up, they were caught up with him. Who can record such a thing? Hallelujah! Our Jesus is the resurrected Lord. Ah, ah, I love this. Those who are perished. Now there are many people we have buried. There are many people who are at the cemetery. But the day is coming. They will resurrect first. And if at that time we are still alive, ah, they will be caught up. We too will be caught up. Then over there in the skies, there will be some pleasantries. So how? He said, I will brief you later. But let's enjoy this Jesus Christ who has come. And then the Lord shall carry his men. And we shall be with him forevermore. Isn't it a good news? Put your hands together in praise of God as we come to this. If in this life only was said by Reverend Sunday this morning. There are so many of us who are sacrificing our faith for governments, 
for our work for evil men, may I announce it to you, if it is in this life only that is why you are coming. You know what it, what it means, if in this life only that you have hope in the Lord, you are of all men most miserable. It's as simple as, I am going to church because I need a husband. I'm going to church because I need a wife. I'm going to church because of my financial state. I'm going to church because of this. May I say to you that these things, God will take care of it. But that should not be the objective. You must accept and believe that this Jesus Christ, who died and resurrected, He is able to take care of you. So shift it from only this life and make it eternal. Amen. In the verse 58, as I bring the message to a close, I want you to hear this. The Bible says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I say this to my brethren who have been ordained today as deacons. I want you to know that there couldn't have been any better time than today when the Lord has resurrected. And now having taken this step into this field of ministry, here, this is your word. The Bible says that, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. I say to you, be steadfast. Immovable. Let nothing move you. Let nobody offend you to go back. Let nobody insult you or eye you for you to fall down. All the bad eye of wicked people have been blinded. You know, the, I'm waiting for the day that in one of our missions, if anybody appears. In fact, somehow I'm thinking about that series and God will honor it. If we were ever preaching and teaching and somebody comes and he says, I will say, Lord, let him be blind for a season. Apostle Paul was preaching and some was preaching to someone and then somebody came and was trying to interrupt and this and that. He said, Lord, you see, because we, we don't do evil. So he said, let him be blind for a season. So that he and a bar know that. No Hallelujah. That he will know that this message carries power. And all of a sudden, darkness fell on the eyes of that man and he was doing this and that. And as the man was hearing, immediately he believed. May I say, don't be moved. It's a joy to work for the Lord. No matter who you are. One of the things that Ghana government does very well. No matter who you are. When you are assisted, they say go. It's the best place in the whole world. Nobody can be Ghana. As soon as you read the age 60, they say bye-bye. But with the Lord Jesus, He will not retire you. So may you be strengthened. May you be established. May you take joy in serving the Lord. Always abounding, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Anything that you see, there is a need, a hand is wanted. Just find yourself and fit yourself there. Don't, don't bother too much about protocol. Once the willingness is there and the ability of the Holy Ghost is there, just say, yes sir, I am willing to do. For something is coming up. Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 
the Lord will reward you. The Lord will reward you. The Lord will reward me. If we stay focused and serve Him with gladness of heart. In this resurrected Sunday morning as we celebrate. There is no reason for anybody to doubt. There is no reason for anybody to live for anybody. Hallelujah. Don't live for party or politician who will die and will go and give an account. As everybody else will do. Don't live for them. Face them. If they ask you to do something that's not correct, they said, the resurrection power works in me and I cannot do that. Don't live for them, but live for one man. His name is Jesus. Wherever you are, see the number of people here. If everybody will receive the resurrection message and power to live on his job for the Lord Jesus, Ghana very soon shall be affected. It's only a matter of time. God has never started with anything with multitude. He starts with small people, a group of people. And I say, take it up. And I say, walk with it very soon. Very, very soon. The fire catches up and the name of the Lord is known. This afternoon, as we come to a close, I want you to know that you have received something inside of you. For we carry this thing in an earthen vessel. We carry an anointing and the grace of God because He resurrected. And it guarantees our faith. Stay pure. Stay living for Jesus. And always abound in the work of God. God richly bless you. Amen.